Welcome to Cinema Bushido. This episode, we are talking about the 2011 movie Goon, directed by Michael Douse and starring Sean William Scott, the badass. Uh, with me, as always, is the sugar in my mama's pancakes, Mr. Lee Van Cleef. How's it going, Lee? Hey, buddy. Every day is a holiday. How are you doing today? Yeah, but do you get holiday pay every day? Only when I work the streets. Okay, only when you work the streets. So, this movie is a work of fucking art in terms of funch, uh, funch, in terms of face punching action, funch punching action <laughs> with Cian. Okay. I'm not even that drunk yet, guys. I'm getting there. I've got my whiskey next to me and I've got a beer, so I'm doing it. But let me just say face punching action. This movie's got it. Um, you chose this one, Lee. What were you thinking? First of all, ghost, have you stretched? It's <laughs> important to stretch before you do a podcast. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I felt like it was like Bloodsport meets hockey. It was pretty, like, this is a movie that I can't sit down for. Uh, it's a story as old as time. Canadians have already ruined music, uh, Celine Dion and Justin Bieber. So, you know, an American has to go up to America Junior. My will go on. I don't actually know that time, but I thought I'd throw in some Celine for you. Heart will go on. You sound like that chick who sang their anthem. Know, was so like, was That's downright treasonous. So I was like, yeah. She was awesome. I love the way she finished it. She was yeah. like, yes. Yeah. Nailed it. Nailed Bulletproof. it. Bulletproof. Badass. It's just a great movie. They know how to tell a story. The dialogue in this movie is awesome. It's infinitely quotable. Uh, the action's great. And it's it doesn't waste your time. Yeah. Oh, and the music? You get a bunch of Puccini in this uh, in this movie. He's like the Bruce Lee of opera. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah, just a lot fatter. <laughs> yeah. It's like he ate Bruce Lee, or Bruce Lee wearing the fat suit from actually, one of those movies. And then actually, he thinks... I think, I think Puccini, the composer, was actually quite petite. Just oh, a, you're right, because I'm thinking you're of... You're thinking uh, of Pavarotti. Pavarotti. Yeah, the tenor. <laughs> Who you and, hear, Nussan Dorma, and uh, uh, totally. turned out number, act number two. I can't remember the name. Uh, that was just so sad. I'm... And I am leaving that in there. That's just, just patheticness. <laughs> Let's keep it pathetic. Um, so, yeah, you know, this was based on a book. And I don't know anything about the book, but I know that it was adapted uh, to movie land by, first off, one of the guys in it, uh, Jay, whatever, however you say his last Jay name. Jay Barakel. Baruchel. Barakel. Barakel. Yeah. Baruchel. He's, like, I don't he's know. Jewish. Anyway, he, he's yeah. one of them. And then Evan Goldberg. And Evan Goldberg, he's... Um, well, at least adapted, but written a ton of awesome shit. Uh, you know, Super Bad and Pineapple Express, and This is the End. You name it. It's it, anything that Seth Rogen's done. He um, he's got him in there. So anyway, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, it, we talked a little bit um, on our, by ourselves about Sean William Scott and just kind of like uh, underrated. I mean, I feel like he had his chance to shine, and then he he did a couple of really cool things, but that was kind of the end um you sent me some article that i never read that said here's why nobody knows where she, she's oh i'm gonna call him Sion. Sion william scott is what was that article about i never even read it or watched it or what happened well, to him apparently he just bombed in a lot of big spots like he just yeah. doesn't resonate well with audiences when you know there's a sequel to this it was out um this year I, in september called goon last of the enforcers i own it oh cool and it yeah. stars him as well it has the whole cast back doesn't it yep pretty much did you like it i thought it wasn't the pace of the movie isn't as good 
as the first movie, but it, yeah. I, I really loved it. If you like the first one, it's got a lot of fan service in the second one. I, I, might, I might give it a shot, but I'll tell you, um, it's really tough to beat this movie in terms of... The, I feel like it was serendipity, you know? They... This the director has never done really anything else of any worth. Uh, you know, you just get you got a pretty good cast. I love Allison Pill, um, Leif Schreiber. You know, I've I've been on and off with him. Like I thought he was terrible in that Wolverine movie, but I've seen him in other things. Uh, he has a TV show. I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head, but it's pretty pretty awesome. He kicks a lot of ass. But yeah, I feel like they kind of got everybody in in order. And this and really. Sean William Scott, he, he's the, the glue to this. He's so fucking funny, and he really is imposing, because I don't think he's that big of a guy, really. No, yeah. But, but yeah, they yeah. really did it. George George LaRock, who's the, the guy he fights at the Concord uh, Minutemen, um, the guy who's like, good luck. That guy's an actual real enforcer oh, in hockey. Cool. And that's and he towers over uh, everybody else on the on the on screen. Because those enforcers were huge in in actual hockey. Uh, by the way, go check out uh, Ice Guardians on Netflix. I'm not even a big fan of hockey, and I love that documentary. It kind of explains the role of the enforcer in hockey. But uh, yeah, the, you look at uh, Sean Williams. Yeah, he's just really he's just really stout, and he looks like he bulked up a little bit for the role. And then uh, Lee Schreiber, oh, yeah. he he stole the show as Ross the Boss Ray. I mean, he you really believe he's a newfie. You know, yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's how we get her done, eh? It's yeah. what we're all about, eh? Yeah, well, let's jump into, uh, I want to hear what your favorite scene in this movie is. I'd say my favorite scene is actually when uh, they're in Newfoundland and Ross the Boss Ray and, uh, and our boy Doug the Thug Glatt sit down. And backstory is, is that Doug the Thug stands out as an enforcer. And then uh, Ross Ray is reading like a hockey magazine about a, a rookie report and how this new rookie is like the shit at fighting. And then there's another page where he's reading and they're like, before Ross, the boss, Ray retires, he's got to fight. Uh, he's got to fight Doug the Thug. And there's this epic minute statement where he just talks about how, listen, you got my respect, but if it comes down to you, me and you, I'm going to fuck you up. You know they just want you to bleed, right? I'm here to do whatever they need me to do. You know, if they need me to bleed, then I'll bleed for my team. Yeah. I suppose you heard I'm going to retire at the end of the season. I've been at this since I was 17, but I'll be damned if I'm going to go out like some Nancy boy middle-aged fuck. You understand? Yeah, I understand. You have my respect. Whatever that means to you, you got it. But know this shit hard. If ever there comes a time when it gets down to the marrow and it's you and me, kid, I will lay you the fuck out. He's like, you don't have any power. <laughs> yeah. awesome. Exactly. All right, well, I'm glad you... Uh, I mean, there's so many good scenes in this. I didn't think you could steal mine. Mine is easy. Um... It's when uh, the thug, he just comes to the new team. Uh, he doesn't know how to skate yet. Or sorry, the first team. He doesn't know how to skate yet. He's kind of coming out on the ice. He's wearing his uh, brother's ice capades <laughs> or whatever, you know, like figure skating skates. But it was just, this is a, such a beautiful scene of action. Um, they, they just, he falls down and it's like, uh, 
they do a couple things in this. If you watch this multiple times, you'll notice, and I know you have, but I'm saying this to our listeners, you'll notice they do a lot of things. Like he shoves his fist onto the ice in order to get himself back um, upright, which he does later in the film as well. But he gets himself up, and the dude's just like, coming down on him he's like oh you know what are you doing here this this isn't the ice capades and and it's great because uh, doug glatt is such a dumbass like he had never has a good comeback and he's just sort of muttering some he's repeating the same thing back to him but missing some words and the dude's like coming down on him he's like no use your big boy words and he just there's just a pause and he says fuck it and he hits him so hard in the face that he's like down and this dude comes right behind him right at that moment he throws his elbow back bam that dude's flying and then my favorite part of this whole sequence of kicking ass happens that this dude just like starts to like move towards him and he takes a hockey stick he like throws it at him and makes the guy fall backwards it was just so good he's he's taken down like eight guys nine guys and the rest of them are kind of standing back going like holy shit and he's breathing he was just about to charge them when the dude like the the coach comes and he's just like all right cool you know that was fucking awesome but you know remember these are your team members if you want to be on the team so it's really funny and it's been, really intense you've been kissed by the fist of god son yeah 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 i love that like, guy you know what's cool is that like he fucking he's like on his knees half the time because he can't fucking he's got bad ankles and when you first start to ice skate like your ankles feel wobbly because you're not used to it and he's just all like on his gay brother's figure skates trying to make this shit work and he's still beating their asses that's the beauty of it oh yeah see and i didn't know which one i was gonna pick because his first scene where he kicks the shit out of the guy calling his brother a faggot oh he's my like, god my brother's gay <laughs> yeah it was all slow-mo <laughs> my brother's gay. wham he hits him in the face oh god yeah this is more face punching than i've ever seen in any action movie this is like because you know you're wearing all this armor and stuff that's the only place you're really gonna hit yeah. it headbutting and and face punching and yeah yeah i just love it it was a beautiful scene yeah you know i'm uh, as you well know and uh, most anybody who's ever listened to us i don't follow any sports so yeah i won't even pretend but um hockey i've never watched it i get this stuff but yeah this movie if you're averse at all to to sports don't worry about it just get in there and watch it. It's it's pretty much like a ripoff of a ton of stuff. <laughs> it's the whole end is rocky. Yeah, you know, you got Adrian in the audience, which is um, uh, Eva's character, and yeah, it's just so funny. Yeah, but un- unlike uh, unlike Rocky, this movie is more realistic realistic than Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gosh, so yeah, really cool cast. I love uh, seeing Allison Pill. She's terrific. Um, you said Lee Shriver, yeah, or the F Shriver, however you want to say his name. He, he was pretty good. I was really actually I'd seen this some years ago. I probably saw it probably in twenty twelve, twenty thirteen. It was it had been out a little while, but I'd gotten my hands on it. I watched it and I thought, yeah, it was pretty good. But when you brought it up and said, yeah, let's do this, I was like, eh, is it that great? But rewatching it, it, it is um, an amazing movie, and it does have lots of scenes of violence and. Lots of scenes of action, and and it doesn't take itself too seriously. No, and the pace of the action is good. Like, you get just enough of the characters that you care, you get just enough of the comedy that you laugh, and then you get enough, just enough of the violence that you're like, fuck yeah. Yeah, and he's pretty lovable. Um, I would say, uh, looking at the, the trailer for the sequel, um, so 
anybody who watched watches it would guess something happens to Doug the Thug and he isn't because they can't just make the same movie again. So he has to retrain himself, and this time with the help of Ross Rea and Ross the Boss, Ross the Boss Ray, yeah, Ross the Boss Ray. Okay, and yeah, um, I just thought, yeah, I guess what else could you do? You're trying to write another one. What are you gonna do? There's not it's, much. It's so good. Okay. It's so good. All it's right. full of fan service, and there's a ton of more hockey players, real enforcers in that one. Yeah, but who gives a shit? I do because they're fucking. <laughs> it's awesome. Who? See, Gives a shit. Okay, well let's let's get on. I want to tell you, Goon actually did pretty well uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. Eighty-two percent, only seventy percent of the audience. And I could get just without even getting down to the comments. Um, I would guess that some people in the audience were um, turned off by how violent. I mean, there was there were teeth flying and blood and huge gashes, and, and it looked like people were dying. So <laughs> I I bet that's what we're gonna see. But we'll start with uh, uh, a guy named. Uh, Bilge Ibiri, New York Magazine, Vulture, top critic. He said, as the brutality ramps up and the story gains real consequence, for some reason, we actually laugh harder. Good is a comedy, often a very funny one, but you might be hesitant to call it that once you've actually seen it. Exactly. It is a really funny movie, but it it's action cinema. <laughs> this is in your face. It's a much more wittier blood sport in my mind. Like, Bloodsport is more focused on the action and the technicality, but this is a movie where you just got a guy that you just, you're rooting for him, and then even though you've seen it a thousand times, you're scared for him, and the the wit in this movie is just out of sight. Like, that, uh, that, uh, that, that gay porn hard speech was just hilarious. That's where you get, like, that tipping point where Doug the Thug buys in, and they're all, like, they're all working together. It's so funny. He's like, we gotta be fucking triceps, biceps, arceps, hard. Hard. Greek fucking underground gay porn, hard. You're all Adonises. Highlanders, gay porn, hard. Gay porn, hard. Man, that was, it's like a memorable 50 seconds that was just, you're just like, what the fuck? This is just like brilliant. Like, how do you, how do you sit there? What drugs do you have to be on? That you can write that kind of comedy, I don't know, but it was it was brilliant, and the comedy is interlaced throughout the whole movie. It's it's really funny. Yeah, and the, so it's Rocky, but it's also the whole um, trope of, which we've seen many times of the team not being all together, and then somebody comes in and you know pulls the team together. Mighty Ducks or whatever. I don't think I've ever seen the Mighty Ducks, but there's there's definitely movies like that that I have seen. I can't tell you the names of them, but it's team building. I have a question for you. How sure. much did Emilio Estevez pay you to mention the Mighty Ducks? I didn't know he was in that. Uh, <laughs> so. Not enough. <laughs> Not enough. In fact, let me just... I'm, I'm just going to delete that out of here. So, guys... No. No, the audience? Forget I said Mighty Ducks. <laughs> and Mighty Bucks, Ducks 2. Still quacking. <laughs> and Mighty Ducks 3. Having a quack for you more. <laughs> Okay, so now we have Tom Russo from the Boston Globe. He was like, The movie's unlikely sincerity can't completely offset its ugliness for less bloodthirsty viewers. But it helps, and it does smooth over some narrative rough edges. Fuck off, Tom. Tom, you are a stupid cunt. (laughs) Okay, Al Alexander. He works for this really prestigious rag called the Patriot Ledger. (laughs) 
dot com. I I guarantee that's somewhere in Nova Scotia. <laughs> right, they're sniffing the the uh, maple syrup. Just <sighs> he says it crosses the blue line. So often you're compelled to pit. wait. Sorry, <laughs> I'll have to cut that together. <laughs> crosses. The blue line so often, you're compelled to pin it against the boards and administer a quick knee to the groin. I think that's a, I think that's a, 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 a hockey reference. That something. is a hockey reference, yes. Oh, I see. He is from up there. Oh, good on you. Coo, 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 coo. <laughs> hey, hey, Mr. Patriot Ledger, let me ask you a question. Why do you consider lingerie to be wool socks and a winter coat? <laughs> uh, this guy... Um... I think he, this guy's definitely not Canadian, but he's trying to make a joke. Jay Stone from the National Post. That's one of those, it's not a real thing either, but they managed to put two words together that sound like something real. National Post. The result is a 92-minute misconduct penalty. (laughs) That's it? That's it? I said every woman who's ever been with that kid. Oh, dude, you mean two minutes. One minute. Yeah. This is the second misconduct penalty. The, Jay Stone, this, put it in your pants. Jay Stone, you, you wish you could get to 90 minutes, let alone 90 seconds. Jay Stone, did you ask what street was Canada on, you stupid fuck? <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, there's lots of other people who'd love this. Up, uh, uh, the dead um, Ebert says, this was the best movie I've ever seen in my life. It made up for the fact that I'm not here anymore to see it. I love you. I love everybody. Roger Ebert. Chicago Sun-Times. Is that mean to make up a quote from a dead person? Mm, no, they know. do it on the internet all the time. Abraham yeah. Lincoln just recently said that Donald Trump shouldn't even be in office. I, I feel like, uh, you know, as long as it's not, uh, as long as it's, it doesn't put them in an ill light, it's yeah. okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, so he just really liked it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure the alive Roger Ebert would have appreciated the fact that you know, there was violence in here. Um, I'm putting into my Google here Ebert and Goon. Let's see if he talked about it at all. Uh, yeah, he did. He gave it four out of five stars. What? See? You don't even have to make this stuff up. Winning. Yeah. Badass. I always love that man. R.I.P., my friend. Um, yeah, so are you ready to get to uh, Top Sixer? When in doubt, whip it out, my friend. You want to talk about more um, more stuff? I mean... I was going to really just shit on Canada, so I don't know. <laughs> no, you don't, well, go, go right ahead. I mean, there are hats. You know the shit I've gotten on a hat? I have this one hat that's so covered in coconut oil. <laughs> I just can't even wear it anymore. And I can't wash it because I, I was told by my, um, my ex-wife that it would uh, start the dryer on fire. So I'm afraid... But yeah, hats are dirty things. You know? I was gonna say, like, did you wear it to like an or like a vegan strip club or what's going on? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Seriously, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm just impressed you got coconut oil all over your hat. All right, so Eva, I li- I really loved her character. Um, one of my favorite lines is when they first meet, and he's like, "Oh, Eva, I like your name," and she's like, "It's like in the Bible, you know, Eve, but with a little more mustard on it." I thought that was classic. <laughs> That's the line you pull. 
Yeah, well, no, that's just what I remembered. Come on, give me one. Jay's yeah. like, I knew him since his dick was a little Christmas tree light. Oh, uh, yeah, that was a good yeah. one. Why the hell I was mean, he running along the train doing the, the it's cunnilingus the thing? It's the quintessential, you see your friend off, you run along. And then, why not? Why not cunnilingus? You know what? See, it makes Who no are sense. You? I'm glad. Who are you to judge Jay? That's the person I most relate to in the whole movie. I'm like, that's me. I know. First off, this movie was just like all sorts of red flags for me. I knew that Jay was your spirit actor. Um, Also, every time uh, Puccini came on, I'm like rolling my eyes like so hard into the back of my head. At one point, I like fell out of my chair and I hurt my elbow because I rolled my eyes too hard. I was just like, oh. Oh, oh, masturbating. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, whatever. Yeah. All right, fine. Okay, here's one for you. He yeah. said, "I he said I won the the sweepstakes. I could suck fifty cocks at one time, or one cock consecutively for fifty <laughs> months." <laughs> I mean, it's hilarious. Okay, one of my favorite lines is the um, he's so dumb he doesn't realize the guy's setting him up. Do you like hot dogs? He's like, yeah, for a corn dog because <laughs> yeah. they already have the butt on them, and you can eat them off a stick. And I'm just like, I love this guy. I mean, he's the most lovable character. Anyway, I just love that. And then of course it was a setup of it's because you love fucking cocks in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah, isn't it funny that, like, the most badass among us are usually the most, like, timid and unassuming? Yeah. It's, it's like, perfect. It's a perfect balance. Yeah, I agree. All right, top six challenge. This Ready? Uh, I actually uh, came up with six questions, and they were all about Canadian history. And it would have made this the lamest cinema video we've ever done. I, would, I, would, I wouldn't have gotten any right. I, I didn't no. even know. No, nobody would. I mean, even the Canadians don't know this shit. Like, who's the yeah. second prime minister was one of them. Um, I had who was the longest running prime minister. And I'm like, oh, I know that one. I who was it? It was the guy who's the father of the guy now. His name was something, and his wife cheated on him with some guy from the role. Well, as you can see, it would have made for the worst episode ever. So yeah. what I did is we're going to play a game. It's a top six still, but it's called Canadian or Not. Oh. And you have to tell me. I'm going to tell you an actor's name, and you're going to tell me whether they're Canadian or whether they're not. Okay, cool. Yeah, easy. Uh, we're going to start number one, Ryan Gosling. I'm going to say well, Canadian. You'll know him from Drive and The Notebook and that Steve. I'm uh, Canadian. Yeah, He's okay. Canadian. Yeah, you got it. He's Canadian. Yeah. He looks Her- Canadian. Harrison Ford. No, he's not Canadian. Well, where do you think he's from? America. Yeah, but where in America? America. I want to say... I'm gonna say, he, well, he don't speak like this. No, he don't. <laughs> and he, he don't, don't. He, he don't, don't say. He don't say. Don't you know? So I'm gonna say he's from the Midwest. Uh, he's from Chicago. I'd say that's Midwest. That is Midwest. Yeah. Boom. So that's two. <laughs> okay, uh, John Belushi. Oh, he. There's no way he's fucking Canadian. No fucking way. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. All right. How about is Dan Aykroyd? How about Dan Aykroyd? Dan Aykroyd is Canadian because he believes in aliens and his crystal skull vodka. Okay, you've got four in a row at this point. I don't. I think I made a mistake. <laughs> I was hoping to throw you with the John Belushi, Dan Aykroyd. Maybe I started with. I should have started with Dan because they were a, a comedic team. You yeah, but Dan, were... Dan has a slight accent, and he's fucking crazy. Okay. He, he, aliens like hit the earth on his birthday. He's fucking stupid. And John, jo, uh, and the Belushi guy is a fucking genius who died too young. Okay, so tell me where's John Belushi from? He's got to be from the Midwest. <laughs> He's from Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Because he doesn't have a weird accent. And... I don't. I can't hear the accent that Dan Aykroyd has. You don't hear that? I okay. no. 
I hear it because it's kind of like it's like a weird inflection at the end of their vowels. You know what it is? I've got a tr- I've got a problem that I grew up, um, you know, in the seventies and eighties, and I had no like no ability to see beyond my own little sphere. Mm-hmm. So I never even understood that Dan Aykroyd spoke differently than John Belushi, and I still don't. Like I never oh. really, yeah. All right, you got two more, uh, even though you pretty much won. Uh, Rachel McAdams. She better not be from Canada. So is it yes or no? I don't know. She's pretty pale. Uh, I'm going to say yeah. Yeah, she's Canadian. I think there's like some sort of Canadian whisperer. Okay, I, just, so the... I just know a cunt when I hear one. <laughs> um, okay, so I need to actually type in here. The last one I have is so obviously Canadian at this point, I can't use them anymore. That would have been, I won't even tell you. Uh, okay, how about, um, although you already know he's Canadian, Seth Rogen is who I was going to ask. Here's the thing. I thought Seth Rogen might have been from uh, the Pacific Northwest. He's such a pothead. Yeah. And he's kind of got that voice. He's from Vancouver. Which is basically yeah, Oregon, exa- Washington. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So I thought I'd trip you up on it, but once I read it again, I'm like, after you got all of them right except that. Okay, so I'm going to throw an actor out for you, and you got to tell me. Um, um, oh, yeah, how about that? Uh, how about Steve Carell? That's who I was looking for. He was in a movie with Ryan Gosling. Yeah, he's he's kind of a weird kind because he did uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin, and he yeah. really never done anything good since. He could I mean, I know be that's... Canadian. I don't know. I'm looking it up. Okay, I know now where he's from, so answer the question. I'm going to say he's from the the northern part of just north of the midwest but i'm gonna say he's still american he is american he was born in concord massachusetts oh what cunt yeah i i love him so fuck you i I I think he's okay i don't think he's deserves what he's gotten you know i've shit on him so many times on many podcasts Uh, i've called him overrated and stuff i finally watched all nine seasons of the office and I don't know. I could just finally endeared himself to me. Like Ghost, love... you could play that role. Anyone could play that role. Oh no, 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 no! Once he left, like the last two seasons, there were other people. Like got fucking James Spader, and he was pathetic. It was just stupid. That's like... not a reflection on you. That's a reflection on James Spader. Well, that's true. James Spader does suck. <laughs> but no, Michael Scott. Uh, he was funny as hell. And yeah, James Spader, go fuck yourself. Uh, you won the top six challenge. I'm for the first six, right? time ever. That's not true. <laughs> I know. I, I was just listening to the <laughs> 300 episode, which has been much maligned, nope, apparently. Nope. For the first time ever. No, Congratulations. My, we I, finally, out of 40 episodes, you finally won one. You, you know what I'm worried about is that your Alzheimer's is kicking in a little early there, old man. Cause... You know what's going to happen is even the next one, if you win. First time ever. Yeah, no. And your dirty life. I just can't First accept time. the fact that you won. Like, I, I crushed thought, that one, dude. I yeah. can't believe... All of well, them. Well, because like some of them, it's like easy. But Rachel McAdams, I was like, she hides it pretty well. You can't I didn't think it. Gosling... If you would have asked me, I would have said, uh, Gosling's from the, no. definitely from the Midwest. No. He's he got looks... that Iowa country boy look to him. No, because those Iowa country boys are about a, half, a, half a foot bigger. Mm. Uh, you know, like he's kind of petite in that weird kind of like weird way. No. He ain't, he, ain't, he ain't no American. Okay, here's maybe the problem. I think all um, Canadian actors look like they could be American actors because it's our no. hat. It's our hat. Okay, other than like 
like okay, I never knew Ryan Reynolds was Canadian, but I knew it How? once Deadpool popped up. Yeah. But I didn't know it pre Deadpool. Like, and then um, Mike Myers. I would have thought maybe he was from New York or no. He and he grew up watching all those old British shows. Yeah. That's why he's so good at doing all those accents. But he's Canadian. Yeah, I know. Oh, you just think they watch a lot of British shows over there because no. the Queen reigns over our yeah. hat. Because they live in the Queen's basement, and we like moved out and invented rock and roll and went to the moon. You know who I was really surprised by? Nathan Fillion. I don't know who that is. He's uh, um, in Firefly, the captain. I have no idea who that is. Uh, go fuck yourself. I swear, <laughs> if I were with you in the room right now, I'd punch you in the nose and just make it bleed, just like in this fucking movie. For the recording, he would never get near my nose. He's he's slow. <laughs> Not second, slow. Secondly, I'm fast. I, he do, I just he don't think I'd do any damage. He doesn't punch that hard. <laughs> he's no, he's exactly. punched me at the bar of a strip club like over and over. I'm like, what are you doing? Stop. Yeah. alone. You're a beautiful man, though. Um, Keanu Reeves. I would have thought California. No, he 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 actually has a tragic story. I watched a documentary on him the other day. Oh. It was pretty, pretty tragic, but no. His mom was really hot and just like got bald by all these wealthy people. It's pretty sad. Okay, you love this. The most Canadian actor ever, Michael Sarah. I don't know who that is. Oh, uh, Scott Pilgrim. I don't know who that is. Fuck. If I were there, right in the fucking house. <laughs> And make the blood pour like a fountain, like a fountain, and not a fountain pen, like like a real kind of drink that you drink out of, you know. To quote Peter Griffin, Ghost, if you were a woman, I'd slug you. Yeah, I'd slug the <laughs> yeah. Fuck out of you, right in the cocksucker. Oh uh, well, thanks, Lee. This was fun as always. My pleasure, and, buddy. Uh, yeah, if you enjoyed this podcast, you should know by now. You go out to screenmayhem.com and you'll find awesome articles, uh, our other podcasts. I've got a little Bruce Boytation in my blood on top of this action stuff. And then we got our buddy Steven, and he is a freak for freaky shit. If you like On the Town and Frank Sinatra not getting laid, well, I guess he did eventually get laid. Well, you'll like that too because it's pretty awesome. New York, New York, it's a wonderful town. Take it away, Lee. I don't remember the rest of the song. New York, New York, it's a town. <laughs> Take it away, Lee. Come. New York, New York. It's a town. Okay, till next time. Bye. <laughs> okay. Very funny.